Welcome, everyone, to Mystery, a podcast about myths and history. I am one of your hosts, Bryant, with my permanent guest, Cammy. Hey, Cammy. Hey, Bryant. How are you? I'm good. I, I took your sickness. Oh, I no. You transferred it we to haven't me. even seen each other. I know, but we podcast, and that's, you know, filthy. So, <laughs> uh, we have a really fun topic. Uh, it, it, it was, almost, I was afraid it was going to be like pretty spooky. Thankfully, it's not in that vein entirely because it was like, wow, we should have done this for Halloween. But we had a great, uh, recommendation from YouTube. And if you've been listening to the show for a long time, we did an episode called, uh, or on the topic of Sahir. And I recently uploaded it to YouTube, but it's a, it's an older episode. And what's to hear is is basically uh, a Moroccan friend of mine, Rashid, had had given us the idea. It's kind of like black magic, but in the Islamic world. And and um, uh, you know, we we found some articles that were related to Morocco, but it's featured in in other places. But it sort of is sort of a byproduct of uh, it's it's the word for for black magic or voodoo, essentially. That was it was a fun episode. Some creepy stuff um, was in it, and uh, gave, definitely gave us like voodoo uh, vibes and things like that. And I, after I had uploaded on YouTube recently, we had uh, someone who praised us for the episode, which I was really happy to hear, of course, um, Fadzil Mana, and he recommended that we look into this idea of uh, the quarine. Now, this is pretty cool. So I'll, I won't. We'll, we'll we'll have the discussion in a minute. Cami's got a little story here, and so Cami, uh, will you please talk about the quarine? Yes, absolutely. So, I don't really have a source here. I did look at uh, Wikipedia and mm-hmm. some of the references there to kind of okay. get an idea, but um, I didn't find a like a cohesive story uh, anywhere, like a mythology yeah. type of situation, or like we did with Sahir, I couldn't find like an article either. Okay. So. This is a Cami original. Cool. Yeah, that'll work. We'll talk a little bit, too, about it all. So I think it'll work out. Alone. Finally alone. Work seems overwhelming after quarantine. Too many people. Coworkers, customers, phone calls. It's nice to be alone. Shopping for dinner after work. Again, people. The supermarket is full at 5.30 when I leave the office. It's a good time to shop if you want to see everyone you know. I don't. But once I make it through the front door, take off my shoes, start dinner, feed the cat, I can breathe. I'm alone. Well, I've got the cat, Dexter. But time with him is not tedious or overwhelming. He's safe. He's home. But the later it gets, once the TV is off and I've moved on to watching TikToks, the less alone I feel, the less settled I feel, as if someone is just behind me. And the cat would confirm my suspicions his eyes wild and glowing in the dim light of the living room, looking just beyond me, his paw reaching in the air as if he wants to swat a fly. Or is it a wave hello? I know it's time for bed. I give Dex a cookie and head to the bathroom. I usually bother to turn on the light, but the bulb flickered and went out this morning, and I forgot to pick up a new one at the store. But it's fine. I'm fine. I'm an adult. No reason to feel uneasy in the dark. I grab my toothbrush. So far, I've avoided the mirror, even while washing my face, but as soon as I close the cabinet, I catch an unintended glimpse, my face distorted in the dim room. I'm sure I'm not smiling, but my dark reflection grins back at me, and my cat, as I tear my eyes away from the grim horror staring at me, lunges forward in the air behind me, catching nothing but air. He growls and tears off to the bedroom. I'm alone. I I am alone. 
Well, there's the cat. I sigh and, and look one more time in the mirror, my unsmiling face familiar again. Time for bed. Dexter awaits, already curled on the bed and purling, purring softly at the sight of me. I scratch his back and he leans into my hand and stretches, but suddenly a chill overcomes me and his purrs cease as he attacks my hand. Again, he wildly looks over my shoulder. I get in bed and lay awake, feeling a presence. And just as I turn over to close my eyes, I see a figure beside me. It's me, my face, but with that wicked grin. I close my eyes and turn over, willing the fear away. Maybe we are never alone. Hey, that's great. So, yeah, that 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 is a really good representation of w- what the idea of the Quarian is. Now, little disclaimer here: this is it's interesting to talk about this because it's it's a it's an essential part of Islam. It's it's mentioned in the Quran. There's a a, a text, you know, source right there. But it's interesting because I kind of get. Um, you know, we've talked about the Banshee, the Irish Banshee before, and how while it's not like in the Bible, it has like, you know, Irish Catholic connections in a lot of ways, um, as well as just Irish mythology in general. But that's sort of where I, I think that we're coming from in this place. And at first, when I looked up the Quarian, I thought it was it was just a straight up uh, jinn, which we've talked about, and and it, and it kind of is. Jinn is sort of the word um, for uh, a, a demon. But jinn don't necessarily have to be malicious, just like the quarine, actually. And it's funny because after reading everything, the quarine, from what I really can understand, so quarine literally means um, constant companion. And what I, after reading everything I read, I think about the old cartoon Devil and Angel on your shoulder. That's that's like basically it. Like I could end the show now, and that's that's the best way. Honestly, that is the best way to explain what Aquarian is. I think anyone would agree with me who who is like a scholar in this. If if you had to like put it in a nutshell, it's the devil and the angel, and that's that's what it is. So, Jin, which is where we get the word genie from, um, comes from the Middle East and West Asia. It, it like I said, it's that that word for demon. We've talked about it in our stories of Sinbad and Arabian Nights, the One Thousand and One Nights. Um, we've had done a couple fun episodes on that, so we've covered that a little bit. Um, and much like a lot of those stories, those stories all encompass um, all the cultures of Islam. Don't necessarily have to be Islamic, but the pre-Islamic, um, you know, uh, Persia, all that. It sort of comes from this, and the Quarian seems to be sort of this explanation for 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 your morality, for why people do bad things. We, we've also another throwback or callback to another episode, the Wendigo, the, the indigenous American car, you know, a cannibalistic being, which is also the idea, uh, a psychological condition as well. That's where, where I, the, the quarine, it's, it's just sort of the idea that we sort of are like a, a neutral people and we've got this influence going from sort of beyond, but the co- the sources that I use, so it's funny because th- apparently the quarrying was featured in an episode of Supernatural. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. So supernatural.fandom.com had a little thing about it. I mean, I, I just looked at it. I didn't really use it in my, my top, my, my uh, notes today, but I just thought that was funny. But it reminded me of how The Witcher is inspired by folklore, um, a lot of Slavic fl- folklore, but all over the world as well. 
Um, they, in fact, have a genie episode in for, for the Witcher series, and I guess in the books as well. But also it was cool, too. There was a um, about Islam.net, which I know we've talked about, like, Christian and Jewish concepts like the Gollum, um, and, Gollum and stuff. And we've used sort of like religious sites as well, so it's it's fun to see that uh, there's a discussion there, and 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 that's this this there's this great article on that website from this professor Shahul Hamid, and he he talks that's what he he essentially talks about. So there's there's like evil uh, jinn called the Shaitan, like and they they are implicitly designed to to make you make bad decisions, and so you know you're we're all we're all like he explains it we're all given acquiring like uh, this this neutral idea that can be or our minds that can be affected by an outer source and so sometimes your quarrying just wants to mess with you sometimes it doesn't um he kind of implicitly says that the prophet muhammad was was one of the only people to really convert his quarrying to islam so he had this amazing feat of like actually getting his quarrying to like follow the the lead but but for other people it can just sort of happen um so it, it, it's really interesting to see that it has this specific religious connotation. And again, it makes me think of like early my Sunday school Episcopalian stuff, you know, th- this influence that the devil can have on us. You know, like we're both in South Carolina, the the religious like community here, definitely like there's that old the devil made me do a quote, you know, that's where I that, that's really where a lot of this comes from. But it's just so cool that it has this thing when you, when you first Google quarrying, you'll see this image of a little girl. <laughs> looking at a mirror or like looking at you and then there's like an evil like ring version of her in the mirror so there there's there is this fun and again it's featured on the tv show supernatural so there is this mythological aspect to it just like how again banshees right now banshees are featured in video games and D and all that but like some grandma in ireland is yelling at someone because she needs them to go get a priest to get rid of the banshee in the attic, you know? So for her, it is a thousand percent real. The banshee is screaming up there and she needs someone to do something about it or she, or not. I don't know. Yeah, this this is, I, I definitely see why this is recommended for a follow-up to Sahir. Sahir also is mentioned in the Quran, has connections, but also is sort of this like local folklore sort of thing. And I, I, it can it can mean a lot of different things for different people. Again, there's, there's uh, in the, the, Bestiary of jinn. Jinn is sort of this encompassing word. They don't have to be malicious, but for the Quarine, they they choose the human, and then it's it. To me, I honestly feel like it's more like um we sort of of it's it's mutual. Like if you if you're Quarine, I don't think it's gonna make up its mind instantly, but it kind of connects to you and then feeds off you and vice versa and you just kind of you know like either misery loves company or if you're a good dude it'll be a good dude that kind of thing so yeah i and and just there's a multicultural example for this too um i mean like i said in christianity there's sort of the idea of the guardian angel in greek there's the daimones Uh, do you have a good way of explaining that are you familiar with that no what is it it's Greek daimon. It's it's sort of like um, I've heard of this before, but I don't. Yeah, so the it's it's a philosophical thing. It kind of came during the Hellenistic age. It's this idea of like um, mythical beings that are wise, that are connected to you in a way. Um, it's also where the word uh, it has a connection to the word genius as well of of like another being. There's there's in many cultures this is idea of like 
whether you do something extraordinarily great or extraordinarily bad, you know, people having fits of insanity, essentially, where it's an it's an outer source affecting you and doing that. That was the that was the the euhemeristic explanation as to why this dude decided to be crazy or, or had this episode of being crazy. You know, this was an ancient explanation and just kind of evolved over time. In Wikipedia, too, it, it mentions, like, in the sea also, um, it talks about uh, the concept of um, bicameral mentality, uh, bicameral, you know, two sides of your mentality, um, a familiar spirit, a doppelganger. So all these different concepts of someone, uh, sh- you know, shadowing you in a mental state, affecting you. It has some deep roots, and the Quarian is, is essentially just the West Asian or Middle Eastern connection to that. So it, it predates Islam in, in, in many ways, this idea, and it's just really cool, but it's, it's very real today, uh, and, and, it, and it's just wild. So I was really happy that we got to kind of look more into this. This is something we, of course, don't you know connect with. Um, from, I'll even, like, uh, going back to the devil and angel, the, the quote that really did it for me when I was reading the um, about Islam.net thing. The the professor that made that article, he quotes that the prophet said, every person has a shaitan and an angel with him as constant companions. So I believe that was in the Quran is, is what he's quoting. And so, um, again, yeah, think of it, the devil and the, shoulder, uh, devil and the angel on your shoulder. Someone um, sort of specifically trying to convince you to do bad stuff, someone convincing you to, to not. And then them kind of fighting in your head where you're this sort of neutral state and you've just got to decide what you want to do. So very nice topic. Cami, that was a great story. It's very it's very subtle. And that's how I see it, too. It's it's not as always like these two things are hammering you, but it's this sort of just this daily like, yeah, I can have a donut. No, I shouldn't. Have <laughs> Stuff like that. You know, yeah, I should flip him off because he cut me off on the road. No, nah, maybe I shouldn't. So Quarine, Q-A-R. E-E-N. I will admit, I thought this might have been like a joke and that this was like a, a joke about like Karens because it kind of <laughs> like looks like I, I literally thought I was going to be like, like this was like the Arabic word for Karen. Like, <laughs> I was like, oh, God, it's going to be about like really picky people. But no, it's it, it was a pretty cool idea. And, and I going into it, I thought like when I saw that little creepy girl, I was like, oh, it's going to be like. This should be for next Halloween. But then I was like, no, this is a, a larger concept. Again, you can look in the Greek, daimona, daimon, D-A-I-M-O-N, and doppelganger, shadow thing. So it's it's really cool. This is There's a lot of cultures. I mean, every culture sort of has this connection to it. And, and if we want to go into the explanation, you know, when someone does suffer from some sort of mental illness, they have a crazy episode or something like that, that's how you explain it. So it's just like how we get the word for spirits, you know, it makes you act funny, that kind of thing. I think that covers everything, though. Um, Cami, thank you for your story. Uh, that was a, a great way, I think, to cover it. Um, thank you on YouTube, Fadzilmana, for your recommendation. I hope you enjoyed this episode, um, if you can watch it. And let us know if you guys have anything else that you think we should cover. This is always really interesting to go off of the normal beaten path of standard Greek and all that, which, you know, we'll talk about anything. So let us know. I think that's it though, Kami. Would you like to add anything? No, I'm good. All right, everyone. Well, uh, yeah, it's November now. So we've got some fun stuff leading up to the holidays, but as always, just let us know mystery at gmail.com. Mystery has an I E you can see it on YouTube. It's spelled right up above my beautiful balding head. 
and let us know if you have any topics. But otherwise, we will see you next time. Oh.